Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Donald, they're making a uh, a Lando series for Disney Plus, and uh, Donald Glover's coming back, and I just don't see how anyone could avoid you being on this show. Wait, Donald, when did, how did I miss this? This Joelle, happened this don't morning. I, oh, see, Joelle, I had this it right. Is, yeah, this is brand new news. Uh, they think they just dropped a trailer. I haven't watched the trailer a yet. A trailer? Yeah. There's, there's a trailer like some, already? I think... Yeah, somebody was saying that there's some images on Disney Plus, so I'm not sure if they cut a trailer from like Nobody the called me. Nobody <laughs> listen, called me. Listen, wait, Joelle, it's already it's... been filmed? No, it hasn't been filmed. No, no, no. I think it's footage from Solo that's been cut up. Like oh. that like yeah. So he's in there doing his Lando thing and they're like coming soon. Lando Calrissian. Listen, oh. I was gonna say Solo's a good movie. Y'all can hate if you want to and act like Solo. I didn't sucked. make it through let's Solo. Put it, let's just let me just listen, <laughs> let me just tell you something right now. There was nothing wrong with Solo. It was a fun Star Wars movie. If it had come out before The Last Jedi, when everybody was kind of over Star Wars for that little bit of time, I promise you it would have been well-received. The problem was it was Rogue One, The Last Jedi, and then Solo all within a year and a half. And that freaking made it so everyone was like, I'm not up for I it's too much Star Wars for me. It's too much Star Wars. But right, well, listen. If, listen, if that would have if that were the Force Awakens, let's say how about this now even let's better. Let's not go down a whole Star Wars wormhole, please. I'm not gonna go down a wormhole. What if that was one of if that was one of the first television shows? Let's say that was what the Mandalorian was. If Solo was what the Mandalorian was when it came on, everybody and it and 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 they were like, look we're not going to make it a movie. We're just going to make it a television show. We're going to do nine episodes of Solo. And the first episode was the movie that we saw. Everybody would be losing their mind on how great Solo was. So don't give me the bullshit. It was just too much Star Wars. Okay. I'm going to well, pin I this conversation for our own podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I also days. think anytime a directors are replaced with a new director and that director comes in and has to sort of 
start from whatever point he's starting. I mean, it's kind of a recipe for a disaster. Um, it was a, it's two different movies. There's the there's the Chris and Phil movie, and then there's yeah. the Ron Howard movie. I would have really liked to have seen the Chris and Phil movie because um, they're they're funny dudes. But but I guess my 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 assumption was always that they they must have gone off too far in their in their own direction. And and uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the woman who you can't recognize from her identical twin, uh, hmm. probably thought like, "Hey, that's not the tone of this. What are you guys doing?" I don't know. I don't know what I happened. I made that up. I made that up in yeah, my okay. head, Joelle. But I, doesn't that sound like it's realistic? I'm very curious to know the real story of what all went down. I've heard a lot, a lot of rumors, hmm. uh, but there's there's nothing confirmed. Everyone's being very tight-lipped as of now. I think it's a story we'll hear more about in five or ten years. Well, I think, uh, yeah, one day it'll yeah, come out. Like one day Chris Snyder and Phil. Cut. Everybody's so excited for the Snyder DC <laughs> cut and everything like that. Is it really going to be better than the Justice League movie, though? I don't know. But all I can tell you is this. I'm just asking out there. Joelle Wait. nodded her head like, I don't know. Dan okay. nodded his head like, I don't know. Yeah. But everybody bought whatever the fuck, HBO Max? Is that what it is? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, you do you have to it. buy HBO Max or is it, if you have you have HBO, do you just get HBO Max? No, you I can have actually to get... answer this question. No. Nope. Okay, go for it. If yours. you have a subscription, you do not need to buy it. You can use, you can log in like through your. Yeah, like if I have it through, if I have it through my cable or whatever, I, mm-hmm. I have it. Okay. But if you don't have it and you're like, I'd rather just pay like $10 and have the HBO streaming experience, you can do that as well. And it's totally worth it. There's so and, much content. And mm-hmm. when does the Snyder Cut drop? Does anyone Ooh, know that? That is a Google question. Let me find out. Interesting. Interesting. How are you, a day so, How well, are you? You know, I'm issue. well. I'm, I'm, you know, doing it the best I can. California just reached reached number one in the U.S. with COVID. Yeah, cases. congrats, everybody. Congrats. We did we it, did y'all. It. We, we did, did it. it. Thunderous applause, Dan. Thunderous uh, applause. No, how no? about instead of thunderous applause, Dan, you just do thunderous booing? Yeah, jeers, Dan. Jeers. We did Good it, work. Joe. Good work, we Dan. did it. Good work, LA. Good work, California. We are Holy the worst. Cow, dude. We're gonna be making movies in Stad. Nobody's Listen, gonna make anything here. Well, you know, it's okay though. It's okay. We had it coming. We were so freaking. Hey, this uh, is Canada's chance. You know how, like, if we're in pole position for production mm-hmm. and Canada's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, and now yeah. you know how in the cars they take it on the turn and then they make a move on the uh-huh. turns. Yeah, this is Canada's chance to come in and just steal all the U.S. production. Good luck, they Canada. They can do it right now. You can do it right now, Canada. Do right now, right Canada. Now. You need to make the incentives even bigger, and bam, it's over. Just don't tax us. Just don't tax us. Everyone will come. Do you know that the film industry started in my in my hometown? Well, my home neighborhood of what, um, what, what town what, is this? Well, Edison's Black Mariah, where he was making the very first films, um, was in West Orange, New Jersey. That's where his uh, laboratory and where he did all his work was. You can actually go there; it's a museum. And the Black Mariah was his first soundstage. I don't know if you guys know this trivia. And the Black Mariah was a rectangle or square that sat on a giant uh, uh, circular track. And so it could spin. It had a sunroof and it would spin to find the light because Edison needed so much light to make these films um, that the roof would open and the whole thing would rotate 360 degrees to find the sun. And so the movie industry begins and it's like, holy shit, this is a thing. And then someone goes, why are we doing this in New Jersey? Why don't we do this where the sun is always out and it's always 75 degrees and it's always sunny and we don't have to, we can do whatever the hell we want. And that's how the song, 
All the leaders, all the leaves are brown, and the sky is gray, and the sky is gray. California, California dream on a winter's day. Well, that was that, that was a beautiful rendition. That was written a few years later in the sixties. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but that's about living in Laurel Canyon, and uh, I think right being uh, there's a great documentary on the Laurel Canyon music scene. I highly what's, what's recommend it you. What's it called? It's called Laurel Canyon, I believe, and it's uh, on Epics. Um, and there's a two-parter, and it's about the the music scene in the sixties and the seventies in Laurel Canyon, and it's just. Fucking great if you love music and music documentaries. I do love music and I do love how are you, man? It's uh, I know- I'm good. Heather Locklear's here today. That's a thing. That's amazing. First She's, of all, is she here, Dan Joel? Is, is she, she in the waiting room? Oh we my should God. probably get we should probably yeah. get into the show. Let's you get her leave, in. Nobody leaves Heather in the corner. You don't leave Wait. Heather in the corner. I'm nervous. Can I be honest with you that I'm, I'm nervous? I'm nervous too. I I I I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, go ahead. I knew that we had a guest, and I knew that it was uh someone of importance. Yes. I did not. I, I. I'm afraid I did not know the magnitude of the guest this week. I How did you so not excited. know that it was Heather Locklear? She's the only star in the episode that would that we would ask. I mean, who did you think it might be besides Heather Locklear? I thought it was Shay because this is such an important episode. Also, oh, no, Shay was specifically requested his story, which I believe is the episode Johnny C. Uh, voiceovers. Okay, so I think that's well, one of Shay's favorites. So we said, Shay, you pick. Because this is such an important story in the whole, you know, Scrubs thing. This episode is so important. I never imagined in my whole life that I would ever be in a, in a position to keep Heather Locklear waiting. Let's not do it anymore. Let's end it. Let's stop it. Get her. Five, six, seven, eight. stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. Heather, can oh, you hi. hear us? Here we go. There she is. Hey. 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 I got so excited. My dogs are all barking now. Hey, shut up. I'm talking to Heather Locklear. Uh, how are you guys? Hi, We're Heather. Great. We are so excited you're doing this. this We're very amazing. geeked out. Thank you. I can't Me believe too. it. I'm geeking all, out Donald, all over again. Donald, you look like you're in a closet. With clothes. What's going he, on? Where are he you? He is. That's I am, his, that's I am his sound legitimately booth. in a closet with clothes. <laughs> ah, ah. You nailed it. This is my closet. I share it with my wife. You can. I see was hoping because there's some nice pink. Yeah, I was hoping yeah, you wouldn't put, be in that dress. She put dress. Something, up, uh, something else up because it was just my golf shirts and stuff. She was like, that's ugly to look at. Let me put. Oh. Let me put. A, oh, you didn't a, tell me that beautiful. those dresses were up as background design by Casey. I thought that they were outfits she might be wearing soon. Now you're telling me or that, that Donald that, that, might be wearing, or Donald might be wearing. But you're, now you're saying that Casey didn't like the look of the closet on the and, and decorated a little bit. Yeah, she put up. She put up something so that the backdrop was a little different. I've oh, since moved the camera a little that's bit. Sweet. That is so. You know? Zach, you're all happening there. That looks yes, cute. Heather. I. I. Well, Donald has. As do you. Uh, Donald has uh, two young children, and so he kind of has to hide out in his walk-in closet to do yeah. this podcast. Oh, no, I hear. I <laughs> yeah. put my dog out with my boyfriend because he would bark and be all over. <laughs> and and my daughter just left Donald, I have to say. She just wanted to say that she has a crush on you. Oh. And I don't think she – yeah, I don't think she ever saw Scrubs, but she – I don't think she was alive. But I think um, she saw Uptown Girls. 
Hey, oh. we're in that together. <laughs> right, we were. We've been yes. talking about this. Now, we have so much to ask you, but wait, since you brought it up, let's start with Uptown Girls. Donald's told us a lot of fun memories of making that movie. Heather, did you have a good time making that movie? No, he had good friends with the co-stars. He really didn't talk to me. Oh. I think we had one night out. Yeah. No, he was really sweet, but he had he was very much in a group, and I was the old lady of the everything, so I was like, okay. That's I'll not it at all. I was Donald, so, were you no. too cool for school? For no, how to I love was oh. so no, he nervous. Wasn't. I was so no, nervous. Weren't. Yes, I was. No, Trust he me, was, I was. He was. He was. Trust me, okay. I was. Um, oh, it's so sweet. We had we. I think we had one. Yeah, just one night out, right? That was it. It or was two one nights long out. night, long yeah. night in a, in a line or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that it was, was it. But I'd and see you in it. makeup and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Was it. A fun time. I, I enjoyed making that movie. I enjoyed being in yeah, New York too. City in the summertime. That too. was, that was so cool. I know. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I'll go to New York. That's great. It's so yeah. rare uh, yeah. when someone actually lets you shoot in Manhattan these days or even oh. those days. So when someone's like, it's a movie, and you're like, okay, I like the script. They're like, and it's shooting in Manhattan. Are we going you're to like, Vancouver? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. right. That's how it always so. We were just saying that how Vancouver has an opportunity right now, right this moment. Oh, yeah. To they won't let up. any of us in. Right, but they can snatch up all the work. <laughs> I know we Get just said that before you true. before you came on, Heather. We were saying that Canada is in a position since the since COVID is just devouring Los Angeles to to, yeah. to steal production once and for all. Oh, for sure, yeah. Just not with us. Yeah, yeah we're right. not allowed in. <laughs> not but maybe one day allowed. they'll let us in. Maybe one day they'll let us in. <laughs> we never really wanted to go to Canada so much. I know. <laughs> and now, and now it's exa- it's exactly like uh, like life when someone's like, now we don't now you know now we're all like, please let us in, please let be, let us please. be in a relationship with you. Right. Exactly. There you ha- go, Heather. I was just looking at your IMDb, and an actor could only dream to have had the length of a career you've had. I mean, you have. I can't, I, I, Donald and I can only hope that, uh, that we have a fraction of the success you've had over your life. Oh, career. you already do. Don't no, 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 you no, started, no, 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 You started. Oh, that's right. I'm older than you. Well, I'm older than you. You're a smidgen older than us. You still have time to catch up. You have a smidgen older but, but you started very young. Now, is it true that, I was just looking, what was the, was it Chips your very first job? That's it what IMDb my, says. It was my first job. My first line. Make them stop. Please make them stop. That's, oh, that's and I oh, wow! <laughs> that was, I remember. Hey, that was good. I would have cast um, you. It was actually a, a group of uh, uh, motorcycle riders throwing a girl up in a blanket. I don't know if it was me or someone else, but I remember for <laughs> the audition, I was always nervous. And um, for the audition, I heard the girl before me say, make them stop, please make them stop. And I'm like, oh, that's the way I'm supposed to do it. So I copied her. <laughs> <laughs> You I'm stole like, her line reading. I'm going to try that. Yes, I did. I was, yeah, it was very good. So wait, why was, so these motorcycle men, I just want to catch the scene. They have a yeah. teenage girl in a blanket and they're throwing I her I think up. there's two of us. And, um, and I think, yeah, they might be throwing the other girl up in a blanket and they're, she's so terrified right. of uh, these guys. And I'm screaming, make them stop. I don't know who I'm screaming to. Probably her. <laughs> probably to punch. Yeah, probably to punch right. or yeah, exactly. John. Either John exactly. or punch. One of them. I hope it was John or yeah. punch that came to your rescue. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you're on if you're on chips and like your storyline didn't involve Pon Ponch or John. <laughs> What's like, the point? Yeah, like, what am, am I, I here? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that uh, happened so, with us. Like people, like you know, Heather, you got to do oh. two episodes and you got to interact with almost, almost everyone. everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd be funny if you came to do a show that was popular and like you never your storyline didn't include any of the lead characters. Can you imagine? You're like, oh, it's that's well. Oh, actually, there was something I did. I did the first Wives Club, and um, there was a couple scenes, and there was 
there was a couple scenes that they cut out of me. And then the only scene that I had had no lines. And one of the actors were at a funeral and he's supposed to take his hand and touch my breast. And they show that. Uh-huh. And um, and he actually touched more than the, it was kind of oh, gross. Right. And um, so I said, can you just take my name off the credits since now I don't have any lines or, and you know, saw everyone from afar. So it was creditless. So wait, well, you're in the first wives club and the only thing that happens is a man grabs your breast? He doesn't grab it. He actually outlines my areola with his finger. I didn't, oh my didn't God. say that in the script. I was oh like, my oh, God. I'm so glad they're following his hand down because my face, my mouth is falling open and I can't believe it. And don't do it again. Just one oh take my. and let's go. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. You know, I always, you know, I've never asked someone this, but it's just, it must be, it's a, it's a blessing because you're such a stunning woman and always have been Thank a sex, you. I think it's safe to say you were a sex symbol because uh, you. you are, uh, you are oh, and words. were. okay. Words, no, yeah. you were and are. And uh, is it ever, because Donald and I never faced this problem. Never. Um, we're not <laughs> sex symbols. Listen, but I mean, man, never. Did never. you ever feel you like, did you feel like, uh, did you, did you sometimes feel like guys, like, I don't, I want to do the part, but I don't want to do that, that random sex scene with that guy. Like, does that have to be in there? Does that come up? Well, it wasn't when... really, we were at, we were in a funeral. We were on the benches at the church. Oh. Yeah. So it was, and, and so there was more to the part and I had filmed right. the bigger, bigger scenes and that's, they just thought they, I don't know, maybe I was bad in it. And they went, let's just put that. I doubt it. You're one of the. You are. You're one of the very few people. Gold. You're one of the very few people that. We were talking about you because you're one of the very few people that was on two hit shows at the same time. Right. Right. That was very cool. Tell us about that. that. You were doing. You were doing. um, Dynasty. Dynasty and 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 TJ Hooker. Oh my Um, god. First I did. (laughs) How opposite can you be? Um, And Dynasty. I think they they let me go because they were letting someone else go. And I'm like, okay, so I, then I got this other job, TJ Hooker, and then they brought me back. So, um, you know, I would week, work a week here and a couple days on Dynasty. And it was no big deal. I wasn't the main first character, so it's only had a few lines in each thing. Right. So it wasn't tough at but all. But it was, it was a big like, deal, because that doesn't ever happen to anybody. Yeah. Ever. Uh, Where, it was has. it two different networks? Was it two different networks? No, it was ABC, and it was they were both spelling. Oh, okay. Imagine there you go. that. Yeah, Gosh, so Aaron Spelling. It. Aaron Spelling sure did love Heather Locklear. He sure did, and then he passed away, and then I'm like jobless. Oh, ah. don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say. Well, like, listen, we Bill. Were, Bill Lawrence, Bill Lawrence uh, loves him some Heather Locklear. Loves too. him some Heather Locklear. Well, I did Spin City, and I'm not sure if he was writing on it then or not. I'm not sure what the thing was. Maybe he left, um, but I think he might have created it. Is that true or not? Yes, he created the show, and I'm sure if yeah. he wasn't writing, that he obviously. Uh, Thought you were very funny. Yeah, but he also, you know, Bill is um, a very one thing about our friend is he's he's very loyal, and when he likes people, he likes to work with them over and over again. So even if he wasn't uh, writing the show at the time, the fact that you were on the show means he was like, oh, you know, he had obviously seen your work and thought, oh, she's so funny, she's so beautiful, and and, well, uh, I befriended his wife, and so now I get uh, Christmas cards. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's, that's the way sweet. in. That's the way in. Yeah, Krista. that is. It's always through the wife. <laughs> what was good. TJ Hooker like? Because we always hear all these Shatner stories, mostly from oh Star gosh. Trek. But but you knew like Shatner. What, I mean, this is a long time ago. Well, he was very intimidating to me. Yeah. And he's like, when you stop speaking, saying you're like, you can't think for any lines, kind of like on your show on Scrubs, you can't think. You can't go, hmm. I mean, you do. You guys do, because then you have that bubble where you're doing yeah. something else. But he would say, if you stop speaking and take a breath, I'm going to start, I'm going to jump in. So I'm like, uh, blah, 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 blah. and it was always like, 
license plate numbers I'd have to remember. Oh, license plate, blah, 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 and this and blah, blah. And they'd have different, 50 different characters in one show. And so I was just delivering the boring information. And it made me so nervous. So, and he'd look at me and stare and wait. And I'd go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he'd jump yeah. in and that was about it. Yeah, so, he's, um, he is very intimidating. He's Captain Kirk. I can understand he, why he's intimidating. Well, I didn't ever see those shows, so he was really? just William Shatner. Even at the last, yes. even at the time, Heather, were you curious to not to go back and see, like, oh, let me see what this what was this guy's the lore of of Shatner? Yes, I I did. I could see the allure. He's very charming, right. um, but he's very and he's very funny and very dry. I um, I ended up doing a Boston Legal with him, and mm. that was fun. And I was a little older, more. It seemed closer to his age than when I was eighteen, right? Um, and and brand new. Um, but he and then I remember going. I think I don't. Maybe it was Nobu, and um, I. It was he and his wife, and or we went to some place where you throw the bras off and you put them on the ceiling, something like Coyote that. Coyote ugly. I don't know. Uh, something similar. Something similar. I don't think it was that, but it was another okay. place. And I was on uh, the bar, and I go, should I take it off? And I'm thinking, he's probably going, why are you asking me? And he said, sure. And I took it off, and it's left there somewhere. Um, <laughs> he's, so... like, he's like, why? <laughs> why are you asking me? me? <laughs> right. <laughs> sure, And then listen not? to this. Um, uh, what's his name on a Seinfeld? The, um, the little guy who... The Jason little guy Alexander. Jason Alexander. Yes. So he is a huge fan of William Shatner's. And if you watch... He goes, tell me what Shatner's like. Tell me what he's like. And I'm like, well, sometimes he's an asshole and um, sometimes he's not. But um, he's like, oh, I got And I didn't want to, you know, say anything there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with William, Bill. But um, so you, if you go back and watch, you'll see his cadence is similar to William Shatner's. Really? Oh, really? He was inspired by him. Totally. Jerry! Now you have to look at it differently. Yeah. yeah. Kramer's totally coming cool. over. Right. Yeah, Kramer's exactly. coming over, Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> Point <laughs> the phasers at the wow. time. Wow, this is going to blow people's minds. So Jason Alexander was such a big fan of William Shatner that if you listen yeah. to his cadence, some of it is in the spirit of that unique Shatner cadence. Exactly. <laughs> With all those, I, I want to meet the person. I want to meet the person who's a fan, like like is such a fan of like Christopher Walken and tries to steal his cadence. That's the hardest cadence I've ever heard in my life. That is the toughest. Mm. I feel at home. Speaking, uh, right, <laughs> speaking saddle. of, wait, by the way, you do a great um, Jimmy Crack Corn of Neil Diamond. <laughs> yes. I had that stuck in my head, <laughs> Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't care. What, how that's the you did it. only, that is the only impersonation that I can do that's actually close to it. It's and really it's, good. It's, 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 it's only because when I was a kid, I used to watch, you know, Transformers and, and G.I. Joe after school on you know WPIX and they would always in between the shows they would play a commercial for Neil Diamond's greatest hits. Oh my gosh. And I could only get the first few lines. I don't I've never owned a Neil Diamond record. I've never been to a Neil Diamond concert. I've never seen a Neil Diamond movie. All I know is that he sang a bunch of songs and they went like turn on your hot light. Ah, very good. Let it shine wherever you go. <laughs> it oh really my is, gosh, you it really are amazing. Around the world. I, oh my they gosh. They come into America. It's his only impression oh he does not. Oh my gosh, stop Ain't no surprise. <laughs> no, it's oh, the only, it's is... the, all the years I've known him, uh, Heather, it's the only impression he does well. Yeah, 
Like they tried to get well, me to do Aaron Neville. I can't do Aaron Neville. You can't. Zach doesn't great Aaron Neville. I don't know. I love That's great. That's all we got. Now, I'm guessing Jimmy Crack Corn is probably a public domain song, I'm guessing, because they didn't. Uh, uh, maybe that's why we chose it, because uh, oh. we didn't have to pay for it. By the way, all the songs in this episode, um, Heather, sometimes uh, now that these shows are all streaming, some of the songs had to be replaced because the the contracts they signed for the original show didn't didn't extend to streaming. So uh, this episode I thought really suffered because there was some good music in this episode that is all gone. I don't know if you you, you guys watched it. I didn't notice. Yeah, I did watch it on Hulu, but I didn't. Well, at the oh. end is supposed to be a Nelly song, right? And that was not the song. Don. Yeah, if you want to go and take a ride, ride with me, must be the money. Yeah, no. All right, and then wow. But anyway, so I just wanted to say that the show ends, and it's supposed to be like we're on a rooftop in 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 downtown LA, and it's it's like, and then I I was really I was really noticing that that song whenever they replaced what was the song. Well, what happened was someone went in. I think it was Randall. Randall Winston. He Randall went to. Oh, you know Randall Winston. He did Spin City. Yeah. Yes. Well, he he told Donald and I that he was the one who had to oversee someone going, hey, we got to fill in these slots. And so I don't know. They're not nearly as good. But I guess if you have the DVDs, you're the only person with the real, all all the real original music. But we we usually Uh, watch it. I think I do. I Should we get into the recap? Let's get into the recap because okay, we've got go. the Heather Locklear here. Oh, um, Janaea uh, Bakken wrote this episode. She's a very good I mean, writer. do you want me to do the 30-minute recap? Oh, sorry. I mean, 30 I second always, recap? Not the 30 uh, minutes. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. 30 sorry, uh, I forgot. Heather, um, we have a new thing there. Donald. Um, it's not some, new anymore, but we keep forgetting it. But Zach keeps forgetting about it. I, I love it. I, I, I don't I, know why I, I forget about it. I love it. I don't know either. Listen, it's anxiety for me. I freaking sit down and i really think about it and sometimes it's good sometimes it's not that's how it goes anyway heather he is going to sum up the whole episode in 30 seconds and then together we'll go through and really parse it all out but now i get my stopwatch out hold on donald okay listen this might be a little bit longer than 30 seconds but i don't care i really like it when you at least try to get 30 seconds but then i might miss out on things and stutter over my words because i'm so nervous this is this is very nerve-wracking but here we go get ready on your mark on your marks get set go this episode's about a bunch of things, but mostly it's about double standards. Turk and JD are fine if they rob the hospital, but not each other. Cox mm. hates his hates the fact that his girlfriend has baggage, but winds up having his own. Elliot loves the perks of having Daddy take care of everything, but longs to make her own career decisions. This is an important episode, because at the end, all of them are moving forward in their personal lives. Yeah. Turk and Caller are at the next level of their relationship. Jordan and Cox are going to start a family. Elliot is stepping away from her comfort zone, and the hospital's becoming more of a backdrop, meaning this is a sneak peek of what's to come. Oh, shit. All right, that was amazing. It was amazing. It was 39 seconds, so in some ways you failed. But let me tell you how you... <laughs> Listen. Let me tell you how I you didn't fail. I don't give a shit if I failed. I don't care, I don't care if I failed me- anymore. I don't care, because it could be... I'll, I'll do a minute one next time. I want to give like you a it. genuine Just compliment. I'll do a minute one next I, time. Good I, for I, you, I Donald. Like I want to give you a genuine compliment, Donald. That was real. I'm not, no bullshit. That was a very good summary. And you actually um, highlighted things that I didn't even see. I, I saw what you're saying in terms of the episode uh, being um, uh, being about new chapters in a sense, but I didn't think of it in the macro like, oh, this is a shift 
in 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 the show in that we tease the marriage, we tease Johnny C and and Krista getting back together. Um, uh, we tease uh, Elliot going off on her own, right? Mm-hmm. Elliot uh, separating from her parents and 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 being financially independent. And so, then yeah. JD realizing he's about to be in limbo at the end of the episode. Right, also. JD JD nervous about losing his best friend because Carla says the word "we" about Turk and her, and 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 he's like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? Am I going to lose my best friend? So th- my point is. That was very good because your your summary was not just, hey, here are the facts. It had some insight into it. Yes. I will gladly give up those nine seconds of failure Appreciate to get it. the insight. So that Thunderous was applause, Dan. Thunderous applause. Thunderous Dan, applause. Dan, I'm going to approve that thunderous applause second. <laughs> I wonder if we should make it so when we add these uh, thunderous applause sound effects, if, if we both need to approve, uh, it's like, um, it's like you know in the, in the nuclear code where they both have to turn <laughs> right. their key? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part of Superman uh, uh, 3 with Richard Pryor in it, where he's pretending he's drunk and he has to put the keys in at the same time. And he makes, oh. a, conco- he, he makes a little, uh, not a concoction, but like a little mm. uh, levy using another person. If you ever what get the opportunity. And what about the beginning of War Games? What about the beginning of War Games when they go, turn your key, sir. Right, puts the turn your key head. and yeah, he puts yeah. his gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a great scene. Love it. Sorry, Heather. Yeah. We sometimes have trouble staying on topic. That's okay. I love it. It's my, it gives me um, things to look for. This podcast <laughs> should be called A Digression. <laughs> that's okay it's good some people i see some people on the web were commenting like i really enjoy it but they don't always talk about the episode i'm like well guys that's the show this that's, is the show that's right that's the this show is, the show is there right <laughs> the you show guys. the show is this right we also have joelle and daniel okay yeah. so they, and and also, they talk about things out of nowhere yeah all right so um the first thing i laughed at out loud was when um i, I walk in Ju- carla is in the, in the apartment and i pick up our taxidermy dog to hide oh. my my tidy whities and Donald walks in and goes, don't use Rowdy to cover up your giblets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The dialogue is excellent. Yeah, what Thank a weird you. word for, what a weird word for. What a great word. For yeah, groin giblets? For I like giblets. it. Giblets? I it love like, it. It sounds like, uh, what, what, what is it? Uh, Gizzards to me, like what are giblets? What are giblets? It's the extra. It's the extra stuff you don't. My biscuits are burning. My gizzards. Giblets are the stuff you don't use when you cook a a turkey, right? Chicken or chicken or turkey, whatever. I don't know. I thought I I don't take it out of that bag. Go ahead, Joel. Go ahead, Joel. It's a culinary term for edible offal of a fowl that typically includes the heart, the actual gizzards, liver, and other organs. There you go. I know what those other ones are. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one kicks. No one cooks chicken penis. Or maybe uh, they you do. Never know. It might maybe, be a delicacy listen, somewhere. I was about to yeah, say, you I'm never sure. know. You never know. Heather, do you like eating uh, weird stuff, or, or, or are you um, conservative with no. your? You know. No, I eat like what's weird giblets. I don't. Well, I'm not saying you eat giblets, but like to eat like. Uh, that is. You know, when you're out and about, and someone says, "Ooh, try this weird food," do you do you do that? Because I normally don't. I'm like, no, I'm gonna. Have you ever had snail? Have you ever had snail? Uh, no, I've never had escargot. Escargot? No, no I have. Had. That's good. But, but no, good. I usually ask for someone else to t- taste it first yeah, and okay. look at their face. Donald, you're an Donald. Are you an adventurous? I don't think you you try no, 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 too no, crazy. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't you like what you like. I don't fuck around with food, man. But you like sushi. I do like sushi, and I like. Listen, texture is a big deal for me. And if I know what it is, 
and then the texture is what I imagine it would be like, then I have a problem with it. Like somebody was like, do you like beef tongue? And I was like, Ew. absolutely not. No. And it's all because when I was younger, I tried it and my, my grandmother made it and I tried it and it tasted exact. Well, it didn't taste like, but it felt in my mouth exactly what I thought a tongue would feel like yeah. if it well, was cooked up. You can always like just check your own tongue, and it's probably like that. Yeah, it, just that's chew exactly on that. what it was. It was like chewing on right? your own tongue, and I was like, I'll never <laughs> ever, ever, ever. You ever see ever it in the in like the again. deli counter? There'll be just like a giant beef tongue. It's really yeah. gross. Wow. Oh my gosh, I don't like that. With all those buds, those taste and people buds. eat brains yeah. too. They eat cow brains, right? Yeah, no, yeah, but, I don't. You know, it's a delicacy in some places. It's like it's like watching Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom, chilled monkey brain. Yeah, as we talked about, that movie gave me nightmares. Yeah. Um. This was a big episode. Yes. Uh, for me in particular, when I look back at it now, it's even bigger. Ken Whittingham, the first black director yes. Scrubs has ever had, yes. uh, directed this episode. Yeah. And I think this and, is his first time directing it, too. And uh, Ken's a very good director, and uh, he became one of our regulars because we love Ken Whittingham. He's gone on to direct so many shows. Yeah, he's, he's, he's directed success. pretty much everything. He's directed pretty wow. much everything. Yeah. But uh, I remember thinking, I remember thinking about, oh, they hired a brother, okay. Um, so that that was good. I mean, that was that made you feel um, like okay about obviously about time, guys. It's like middle of season two. How about yeah. some p- people of of different minorities that are directing the show? Right? We did. We had had a had we had a woman. We'd had yet? a couple of women direct already at this point. Right. Maybe Gail Mancuso, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, now now this is twenty years later. This is still a, a big conversation. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's, it's what it is, crazy. man. It's, you know, you know, we still got to make these moves, but yep. it's 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 what it is, and it's time for it's time to change that. You know, well, we got a restart we, coming up soon, so let's let's uh, let's well, do the now, right thing, now, y'all. Now, now in the in this, I think in a, in a good way, there's a, a mandate making sure people do it. So, you know, the networks and the studios have really said when I when we made our show, Alex Inc. They said no, we want. You know, it isn't it isn't like oh, you guys can do whatever you want. It's like no, we would like a certain amount of uh, minorities to be represented. We'd like a certain amount of women to be represented, and I think that that's really great and only getting better. I I, I agree with you 100. percent Let's go to break, guys. We're gonna go okay. to a break, and we'll be right back with Heather Locklear. Did you know that 46 percent of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. And And we're back. Um, I'm weeping at 2.54 because Dr. Cox, I think, winked at me. And that's how happy I am to get his approval. That's (laughs) right. Were those real tears or did somebody have to muster that up? No, no. I mean, when I'm doing a dramatic thing, I can get myself (laughs) there. But in a comedic (laughs) part, no way am I just going to start bawling. All right. I want to ask you. I want to ask you to do it. Heather, can you do that? Can you cry on cue? No. Right. It's It's very hard. I, I mean, if I'm going to have story, to get it, yeah. I want you to tell the Garden State story, dude. Tell the story of Natalie Portman and tell the story of you, the two different versions of crying in that movie. Well, Natalie is very good at that. Natalie, um, like some actresses I know, can, and Sarah Chalk's another person I know who can do this, can kind of go off in the corner for a minute and get herself into a head place. Oh, yeah. And then, and then do it and cry. For me, and then Garden State, she had to do that a lot because she had um, some, some crying um, moments. For me... I it actually was a blessing in disguise because when uh, there was a scene in 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 the in a bathtub uh, empty bathtub where we're sitting and I was meant to cry and I it, there was a we shot the wide master shot first and 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 like I said just being in that moment and with such a good actress and it was so right. real it genuinely happened and I cried mm-hmm. and it was a a, a a powerful moment, except that it was the big wide master <laughs> right. and, um, and the camera wasn't going to see most of that. It was just sort of establishing the room. The trick for those of you who aren't uh, in the entertainment industry and doing what we do is now you're going to do that over and over and over again. You're going to have yeah. to do it when the, when the medium shot, you have to do it when it's a close up. You're going to have to do it when it's over Natalie's shoulder. And for me, that was close to impossible to just keep being able to emulate what had happened naturally in the wide shot. But that's the, that's the task of a, of an actor, but for me it was, but as, but I was also directing. So then I had to go, okay, this isn't going to match. And you know what? Maybe it's too much. So I decided just to just on, on the spot go, if it's not happening naturally, I don't want it to be this false. So then it became, I only shed one single tear. And then we had a joke about her collecting it in a, in a, in a little plastic cup. Um, but but so that that was kind of how I felt. Because when I was directing, I felt like, you know, if it's forced and it's false and it's weird, then I'd rather not have it even be in the in the show. Is that what you meant to, to, to for me to tell That's Donald? the exact story I was talking about. I found, yeah. that such, I found that so fascinating. It was like the scene was supposed to be something else. And you, you know, you blew your wad in the first – in the, in the first, uh, in the, in where the no one saw it. Yeah. And now it's, and now it's time to do it again. And it's like, all right, well, we're not going to get that. 
and you turned it you turned the negative into a positive and it's actually one of the more powerful scenes in the movie yeah thank you thank you that's pretty great thank Um, you i I just yeah, go ahead, Heather. Go, no, no, go. You guys go. I, I was going to say that it's a it's a good lesson uh, for filmmakers out there. Um, it doesn't have to be related to tears, but about about adapting. So something happens, and you go. And I've had this happen. You know, when you're directing something, whether it's a music video or a giant feature film, every day something is going to happen where you're going to go. Okay, that's not according to plan. Is this a blessing in disguise? So for me, in this example, Donald's talking about. It was like being able to cry nonstop for for hours was just not going to happen. It just wasn't – what my head wasn't in that space. I was also directing the movie and had so much anxiety going on. So then it was like shifting. Well, what if it's not that? Maybe maybe bawling like that is, is way too much for this character. What if it's what if, what if if it's actually a joke that all I can produce is one tear and we laugh about it? Um, so sometimes just going with it and coming up with a new plan on the spot is one of the most crucial things of, of being a, a, a filmmaker – but also uh, a lot of blessings in disguise can come out of it. Usually when I'm in that place, the director says, don't blow it on this master. We're going to, it's going to be for a second yeah, and then yeah. we'll come in and do that. But I do find what you said. I mean, I, I, I don't think heavy tears, unless it's like uh, for whatever reason is called for. I think the real moment is when you're in the moment. And if it comes, it comes, but usually your face and your heart starts to happen and all kinds of stuff happen. And it becomes more real rather than showing something and trying to get to show something. It's whatever else happens. I agree. And it never feels as good. It's a pet peeve of mine when you watch so many movies and TV shows where someone is crying, but there aren't tears coming down their face. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you watch it, a crying scene, notice if the person has actual tears in their eyes because a lot of times they're scrunching up their face and making the noises which is just a huge pet peeve of mine i I would if if the moment if it's a necessity and the project needs it there are there's menthol things people blow in their eyes there's all sorts of tricks like if it's mandatory go do it go fake it but don't don't do the there's no water in your eyes scrunch up face thing i hate that (laughs) i feel like jane fonda did that on golden pond or something she talked about that she had no more tears left or something i don't remember something like that but um yeah i think whatever the real moment is is if there's not a tear yeah just don't fake it just go yeah people have reactions about stuff and it's no tears come out of course and also sometimes even as a writer i find myself writing something where i'll go you know in the script i'll write uh, she she hears the news and instantly breaks down uh, crying and uh-huh. like, and then you think you know, in reality a lot of times people that doesn't happen at all. You might cry later, no. but in the yeah. moment of hearing it, you're just fucking dumbfounded. You're sitting there yes. like, like you know what I mean? And yes. and I you have to catch yourself as a I have to catch myself as a writer going, be very sparing with 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 tears. The direction uh, and yeah, stuff. of course because that might happen naturally, but also it, it can get. Especially, it's tricky when you're writing. I'm, one of the things I'm, I'm working on now is this is this drama, and I have to find you have to find those moments so it doesn't feel like oh my god, there's all these these tears. And and how do you do that when the stuff you're talking about is very heavy? Well, what happens in real life? You know, we uh, uh, Donald and I just had a friend die. Of course, I cried, but I, I gotta know, tell I'm you, so nine. Sorry. T- thank you, but nine times out of ten, I was more sitting there like this, dumbfounded with my with my head in my hands yeah. and my jaw dropped. Yeah. You know, so you gotta you gotta yeah. remind yourselves about what's what's real, what's what's really what's what's true. what really happens. I remember doing a scene for Dynasty. I don't think I've ever been angry in my life, up, you know, in that up to that time. And um, I was angry, but I was so angry I started crying. And uh, I think they were like, "What the f is she doing?" But that was a real emotion for probably just for me. 
you know, because yeah. being angry and that brought it about. But they ended up. Did they use it? it? Oh, good. Yeah. See, I love yeah. that stuff. I love yeah. happy accidents. You know, you know, yes. in, in, in the in the comedy world, we are always, you know, it goes without saying you're trying to keep those moments in. You know, we riff something, oh, we sure. think it's funny, but in the drama uh, space too, you want to be like, oh my god, Heather got so fucking mad, she started crying. Eureka! That was natural. That was real. Like, keep it. Like, yeah. that's the stuff. You, that's the that's the precious things we all stumble into. You know. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. What we started talking about was comedically. I can never do yeah. it comedically. So right. That Meg Ryan scene in freaking when Harry met Sally, when he comes over and she's crying because uh, she's gonna be thirty soon, and he's like, when. She's like, someday. And she's crying. (laughs) (laughs) But it's there. That's one of the best scenes ever in the history of that 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 scene right there. That was your favorite comedic that's your favorite comedic crying moment? I yeah. Easily (laughs) one of that yeah. is my favorite comedic crime. Sarah Chalk, Sarah Chalk uh, was good at, at at doing it for real on this show because she had times. I think even we've talked about it where she had to be like, you know, crying pretty much on cue, not even from a dramatic moment, from like from like right. something right. funny. Right, seeing her upset. do that. Yeah, yeah. it's She's pretty hard, that. I think. Yeah, uh, analgesic. Now I didn't know what what an analgesic was. It's aspirin. Um, yeah. But, We've always laughed at this joke because your patient thinks it's analgesic and puts the yes. pills in his butt. In his butt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's a great joke. Yeah. It's great. It's pronounced analgesic. The pills go in your mouth, sir. Yeah. Now, yes. I didn't I didn't know what that was. Did you, Don, Donald? You didn't know either, right? I, I don't know how many people got that joke at the time. Well, no, the joke isn't... The, the, the joke is actually when you tell them that it's not yeah, in your it, anus. It doesn't right. go in your butt, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Who gives a shit I, what analgesic really is? Right, course. exactly. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Who cares what it really is? The joke is, old man, don't put these pills in your ass anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I think Donald, if I'm not mistaken, he was like a regular go-to old man we we often use. I've seen was him he a in bunch. All of, was he in a bunch of episodes? I, I, I've seen him a few times be like the go-to... Ancient Let's, old man. You want to ask Wiki, or is this something that wouldn't no, show Wiki's, up? No, Wiki. Wiki's not going to know that, and we haven't given him his, his Funko Pops. Dan, are those his Funko Pops behind you? Really? Look, I didn't know Dan if you. Per- had, Dan has his what? Funko Pops right behind him. Dan, I didn't know if you purchased those for yourself or if they were for Scrubs Wiki guy. I acquired them so that we could get them Wait. signed as fast as possible. Okay, Heather, you might want some of these. They're uh, they're we have they're, a we have Scrubs a... Funko Pops. We have a Scrubs Wikipedia type page where you uh, can look up facts on the show. And so we got the guy who helped curate this whole thing with a bunch of other people. And he comes on the show every now and then and answers questions for us. Right. Uh, but he's he's not really into it. Like, he's kind of into it, but he's not really into it. <laughs> so we're so, bribing uh, him. So we're bribing him. Like a him technical by- advisor kind of guy. Somewhat of a yes. Uh, a yeah, that's a that's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's he's a good like, way of saying it. He's, he's like a, our, he's technically advising. He's like the keeper of the Scrubs Bible. Right. Well, not oh, well, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I guess so. He, the, and so we, but we got to bribe him with Funko Pops, otherwise he doesn't do his job well. That's what I. What doing. is a Funko Pop? Oh, show for Heather. Um, they're the they kind of look like bobbleheads. They're a they're a very popular thing. They're grown up um, action I'm figures, not... is what they are. They're action figures oh, for grown ups. Um, 
It's kind of oh, like that's... a it's kind of like a bobblehead, but they don't bob these ones don't bobble. I don't think, right, Dan? Oh, okay. These aren't bobble ones, no, right? No, okay. they're just static vinyl toys. Th there are Funko Pops that that, that bobble. That but, heads um, bobble. We, we didn't get those. Okay, that's very cool. So if yeah. your daughter is truly a fan of Donald <laughs> Faison, um, I know it's from Uptown Girls, but you could get her a Donald Faison Funko Pop. <laughs> you know, her boyfriend would be destroyed. Okay, all right. Well, get I don't it for him. Break them up. Break them up. Break them up. Break them up. That'd be the coolest thing ever. I could walk around and say that I broke them up. <laughs> the craziest thing is be if my daughter wore that dress behind you. Oh, my God. <laughs> she might like it. Well, right. then my wife would Don probably break up with me. <laughs> Donald break set them dressing. up. No. Um, I, I like that. Um, so so there's this pressure, as we understand it, for uh, for women, young doctors to go in to become OBGYNs Di because they, they make a lot of uh, money. I guess it's so we have this thing uh, where the gyno girls are, are coming after. That. that was funny. And then JD goes into his fantasy and they're, they're having a pillow fight and they start making out. <laughs> And then he gets interrupted, so he never gets to see any of the fun sex. Right. And, and, and then he tries to go back into the fantasy, and she says, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that we experimented with each other, but I'll never do it again. Yeah. That will never happen again. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's missed the whole dreamy fantasy. Yeah. I love the fact that, uh, that when uh, Heather and Cox are walking through the hallway and she's saying hi to all the other doctors and everything like that, uh. Yeah. And he thinks she's just flirting, and she's like, "No, no, no! I slept with them." And right, it was great. He's like, <laughs> "I know, Heather. Heather, unabashedly, yeah. the character's like." He was like, "Thinks, oh, you're bribing them because you're selling pharmaceuticals." She's like, right. "No, no, I just I slept with them." Right. Exactly. I like I that, that about her, though. She was like, "No, you get to fuck around. Why can't I fuck around?" Of yeah. I mean, and that's my motto too. By the way, yeah. I think that's I think that's everybody. I think we're starting to gear into that being everybody's motto now. Like yes. there shouldn't be any stand. Like that's what I was saying. This show is such about it's this episode in particular is about double standards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. how to. And how we and how we tackle double standards. This dude's so bent out of shape uh, that you uh, slept with guys at the hospital, but he's got a pregnant lady, yes. you know, <laughs> in his back pocket. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yep. come on, now you can't, you can't. What's be good judgmental. for the goose is good for the gander. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Now, Heather, did you have fun working with our with our pal, the legendary Johnny C. McGinley? Because it looks oh like you guys gosh. you guys had great chemistry. He was so much fun. And yeah. everybody talked so fast on that show. I was like, oh, my God, here I am, William Chatner again. Um, but, no, I had a great time with him. And, yeah, he was very, very fun. I really adored him. You guys yeah. had such good chemistry together. Yeah, you did. I think so. Thanks, you, thanks. You did. You had, a good, you had a good banter. And I'm sure Johnny C. was excited when Bill was like, oh, and your love interest uh, for the week is Heather Locklear. <laughs> he was Who like, knows? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sorry, what did you but say? But it was... Whoa, whoa, he whoa, was whoa. really fun. <laughs> John C. McGinley <laughs> was single at this moment too. He was like, Yeah, he did the Ralph Kramer. Heather, we were talking about in the episode before this one, because you're in that one too, about um these pharmaceutical reps who are often attractive oh, yes. women and, and they flirt with Definitely. the doctors. Did you know about this before? Lunch. You, yeah, did you know I about it? I did know about it. I um they were like, Oh yeah, they take all the doctors to lunch and they flirt with them and give them all the, you know, and yeah, I did. I was very well aware. Yeah, and, but my and, favorite line was anal leakage and the thing I got to say. I loved saying anal leakage. <laughs> I think I might have ruined a, a couple tone. of shots. 
That could be yeah, a good exactly. ringtone, uh, guys. Another one. <laughs> another one. We Heather got another Lo- one. Heather Locklear saying um, anal leakage could be your notification. Anal <laughs> leakage. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, so that, but I did, I was aware of that. Yeah, because uh, we were talking about in the last episode how it's such a thing where they uh, they 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 hire they recruit these beautiful women who who doctors are going to flirt with and go to dinner and drinks with and uh, and and we kept this going. You know, you bring all this swag to the hospital and the mug. Actually, if you see, there's an earlier scene in this where I'm holding I'm drinking coffee out of a Plomox mug. That's the that's the oh brand. Oh my that gosh! You and wow. then I think Donald didn't we keep it going for like a lot many seasons. Yeah, Plomox gone. shows up in the hospital. There was always on. Plomox stuff all around because oh of your, my gosh. Yeah, all, all your all the swag you left stayed around for years. Now here's something I wonder. Um, you know, they always say beautiful women doing that, but are there beautiful men doing it? Because there's female doctors. That's Absolutely. a very good question. I think there are. I'm, I think yes. I'm sure there's. I had some a handsome friend. I had a handsome friend from high school who became one of those guys. I, I definitely think they're uh, they lean to being good looking people because yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think again. I I just remember knowing about this twenty over twenty years ago because. Yeah. I knew girls who did it and they were all very pretty yes. and they and they would tell me. They were like, You won't believe how fucked up this is. Like people don't know. People don't I remember a girl from my from my high school telling me, You don't you can't believe the data we have on these doctors. Like the shit we know. Oh, we know geez. we know when they're prescribing it, what else they're prescribing, if they're not prescribing that, um, how many how it's compared to last month. Um, when we gave them a big incentive, that trip, look how much the graph showed, how much they prescribed it oh more. My gosh. And I just can remember, I remember being like, this is so fucked up. And then I thought it would be like, yeah. I thought it'd be like discovered and over. It's like payola back in the day of the radio station days. And, uh, no, it's still going on. Um, it's still going on today. Like, aren't the doctors aware that this is happening and they're, they're oh, being yeah, but they want, the, they, they want the sushi like, lunch and the golf trip right. and the pretty yeah. woman. I'm sure. I, yeah. right, I would love to go play golf with a pharmaceutical rep. Get me out of the hospital for four hours. Perfect. Yeah. We're going and all the, yeah. And sometimes it's like a golf retreat. All you have to do is go like watch the Plomox video and then you're and like you're... on a golf retreat. Right. Yeah. Sipping mimosas Amazing. by the pool. Yeah. I heard um, that. Donald, we have to let Heather Locklear go because we only no! asked her. Yes, listen, we only oh! we only re- we only recruited um, a, a legend for an hour, and we can't we can't oh, keep her. Sweet, you're funny. You guys are funny. But Heather, we really want to thank you guys. because thank we, you. No, no, we, love we, you. we we really it's are so big good fans. To see your faces. We were both genuinely nervous, so I'm sorry if we spoke fast and nervously. No, no, me too. So I'm right with you. It so was it thank was you. Such it was a pleasure. But it was such a big deal to have you on the show when when. Uh, when this, I remember when, when it happened, and they were like, "We got Heather Locklear," and me being like, "Holy shit! How the hell did we get Heather Locklear?" Yeah. Because you had uh, a good show. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much. But it was such a, it was, it was such an amazing moment, amazing moment to have you on the show, and then still having an in also because we had spent the summer together doing Uptown Girl. Yeah, so. right. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice, and you know what? It was such a, a joy for me to do because it was so different from what I was doing. And the writing is excellent. The show is great. And you guys are great. And et cetera, et cetera. Well, thank you, Heather. We really appreciate okay, thanks, you coming you guys. on. And it's good thanks. to see right. you. Good to All see right. you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Do we have a caller? Um, yes, we do. We do, have, we do have a caller. Um, um, are we going to take go him right away? Do we have to go to break? What do we do? I think we, I think we should go to break first. Let's just and talk we... for one second about Heather Locklear. I have to admit, oh, I was very nervous. I spoke fast. Dude, I apologize I was... to the audience. You have to understand... Um, I had such a crush on her as a, as a young person, and uh, I, 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 I was tongue-tied, Donald. I was tongue-tied. 
You did great. You know what? I knew. I sensed that you were a little nervous. I was making. I was talking like that. But I, I, I sensed it, and so I, I tried to throw you into a comfort zone and just have you talk about, you know, uh, Garden State. Oh yeah, that was good. Like good alley you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you did. You're a good co-host. You said Zach's rambling nonsense. Why don't I steer him to a some subject he likes to discuss? Directing films. Right. Exactly. I see. God, you're good. It's just because I love you. Fucking hell, I love you. I want to we'll kiss be right that back. shiny dome. And on that note, we'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. How about Sarah calling a vagina a bajingo? I had, is this something that is It goes said? on forever. It goes no, on No, but I'm saying like, did they make this up, the Scrubs writers? Because what the, I'd never heard a vagina called a bajingo before. I've heard it called so many things that it has, to, somebody somewhere has to call it a bajinga. Like I've heard Nani, yeah. my Kiki. Vertical my, smile. My right, my 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 new new, yeah. my she she, yeah, my bajenga, my jam my, jam. Budge, my vagina, my burginer, my burginer, yeah, my gina, yeah, my giner, my gine gine. <laughs> I don't like this at all. My gine gine. Joelle, Joelle, all right, Joelle, or any. Joelle, are any of those nicknames for vagina? I don't know. We'll have to Google it. I've never heard my private parts. I've never heard my giant giant before. My giant giant. Dude, what's crazy is that you gotta kind of put it like a different. Like I don't know where this accent would come from, but it's sort of like a growl. My giant giant. It's too much. It's too much. My giant giant. My giant giant.
Too much. Too much. Another too much. another one. Major John. Another one. Another <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a fun game to play. Make up nonsense terms for vagina. I'm glad we played. Well, you know, we are who well, we are. Well, listen, Bajingo is Bajingo. That's, that becomes Sarah's term for vagina. It's her go-to. It's her go-to. Let's bring in our guest. Okay, but don't mention any of the vagina terms around the guest. <laughs> Dude, I'm done. I'm done okay. with it. Okay. Trying to be appropriate. Hey-o! Hi! Haley and Shelly! Hi, Haley. Who's Shelly? Shelly is my mom. So the last time I used this, we um we were playing categories with my boyfriend who's in England. Right. But the day to you. Oh, day to you. She took well, audience members. She took a sip of a of, of what looks like an apple teeny. Apple teeny. It looks like an apple teeny. I don't think and it she's is. I think wearing, it's just water. She's wearing a Han Solo tank top, Donald. Yeah, she knows the way to my heart. Yes, she does. <laughs> I'm gonna Where say something. I'm gonna go say ahead. something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Haley, you might just be the best guest we've ever had ever. Because <gasps> she's wearing official. that shirt. Can you tell Donald where to get that shirt, Haley, please? Got it at Forever 21, like there 10 There you go, years. Donald. Well, that's not gonna be Donald, me. <laughs> Donald, you shop at Forever 21. Donald's I Forever 46. 20. You know, I thought Forever 21 was a store that you went to when you were 21. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I, I thought that too, but I was not 21 when I bought it. So I thought oh, Forever 21 meant that you wanted to look like a 21 year old. That's not no, what it, it is. No, it means <laughs> that everything under everything is 21 dollars and under, or something. Really? Yeah. Joelle, is that true? I think there's things for over. It's it. Listen, I will say this: you can buy a three dollar. I mean, coats and bigger items were more expensive, but. Hmm. Yeah, like they have but like the, But you can now. divide it, and at the end, you get 21, right? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> this is, oh my God. This is a mind blowing moment for me because I, up to this moment, thought the whole concept was let's say you're a little bit older, but you miss feeling like a little hip. You can go to Forever 21, and you're going to look Forever 21. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's. It's it's you got a couple of you got a couple of twenty ones in your pocket. <laughs> like, you gotta, what? Twenty one dollars. Hundred and five dollars in your pocket. You can get five outfits from Forever Twenty One. Okay. I did that math quick. That yeah. was quick math. That was relatively that was good. Quick uh, where are you math. calling from, uh, Haley? I'm in Soledad, California, at my mom's right now. So this is where I've been all locked down. Yeah. Where is Soledad? Where is Soledad? I, I don't know where that is. Um, so it's near, it's about half an hour south on the 101 of, of Monterey. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's, there's nothing here. <laughs> there's nothing here. What do you, Haley, what do, you do? Bullshit. You're what there. Do you do? You're what do you there, do? Haley. What do you, you do Donald. in Soledad, uh, Haley? Um, right now I bide my time until I get to go back to the UK. So that's, that's where your boyfriend is. And that's yeah. where your yeah. boyfriend is. Yeah. So you want to you want to get back to him. I do. Yes. Do you now Haley, you can UK go or... you you can go to the UK, Haley. You just have to quarantine for 2 weeks on your own. Yeah, yeah. Um well we're we're doing a visa right now, so we're working on that. Oh, I see. And and um and are you are you content to to be a transplant and live there full time with your with your boyfriend? Yeah, I'd love to be transplanted into that country, so stick me there. <laughs> yeah. I do love the UK. The I, UK we, is we, a lot we of love fun, it. Dude. We love it too. I'm gonna be uh yeah, I'm gonna be transplanting there myself. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna live I'm, in the UK? Well, for part I'm 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 dating a British uh woman and yeah, part time. I, I will be um spending, I'm sure, a percentage of my life there. Don't get upset. 
I'm not moving there, Donald. I'm just saying that if 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 I'm if one Haley can attest, if one is in a yeah. relationship with an English person, you have to you have to go there sometimes, and it's a delightful place to go. Hey, listen, they could be from a country you don't want to visit. How, yeah, that's we're, we're, Haley and I are lucky that it's a country we, we both love. And the food's not as bad as everyone says it is. Oh, the food's wonderful. The you can give wonderful. me a, you can give me mushy peas any day of the oh, week. God. Oh my God, do you I like love the mushy bangers peas. and mash? You like oh. the bangers and mash? I, like I don't that. really, I don't really eat pork, so I eat the mash, but not the bangers. I don't understand why we don't have mushy peas in this country because it's. Can I use your pool when you're gone? But it's not as good. You can use. Can I use your pool when you're gone? Yes, you can use my my pool when I'm gone. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna to miss hear, you. Haley doesn't have to hear about this. We can negotiate that offline. That's all right. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just make sure all my rafts stay inflated. <laughs> right. Anyway, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, uh, do you have a question for us? Please, please, yes, please. Yes, I do. I had it on a piece of paper, and I left it in the other room. But oh, go okay. get it. Go Wing get it. it. No, no you it's can... fine. Okay. Um, so this is my Fruit Cups, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably my favorite episode, and I don't really know why. It's wow. just my favorite episode. It's the one I probably quote the most, you know, like, the day to you, sir, as he <laughs> walks you, away. Sir. Right. Um. And I love the the music, the first scene, whenever I used to, where I worked, I went, occasionally had to take, you know, a toilet paper roll or two yeah. from work. Yeah. And I'd occasionally be like, or you steal stuff and take it back to work <laughs> or take it back home. Um, but I feel like it's a pivotal point for all the characters. Like Dr. Cox gets back together with Jordan. JD and Turk kind of both realize that, you know, Turk's relationship with Carla is really solidifying in this, and Elliot stands up to her dad. So I was kind of wondering at what point in the series did you think that your characters matured the most, or whether it was how you played them or how it was written? All right, Haley, look at Donald's smug face. <laughs> Does he, did he say the same thing? Yes. Uh, he <laughs> No, he totally agrees with you. He gave his 30-second summary and and touched on everything that you just said, and that's why he's got that shit-eating grin on his face right now. <laughs> Why do they call it a shit-eating grin? You wouldn't be grinning <laughs> if you were eating shit, would you? I would not be smiling if I had to stick doo-doo in my mouth. That would there be must, like... There must be it, a reason. It would be like... It would be, I, I get it. So it's not really a shit-eating grin. It's the face you make where you're like, Oh, God, this yeah. is so gross. And it looks like a smile, but really... Is that what it is? It's a grin. gotta be. Joelle, Joelle, are you looking that up for us? We need to know the origin of shit-eating grin. What the... Anyway... Anyway, um, so Donald, you're best to answer that because uh, you you you've already spoken about this briefly. I think but... this is the episode where mm. now when we were filming it, no, I did not realize this because none of us knew where the show was going to go at this point. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Every story that's told in this in this episode goes to the end. Yeah, each and every one of these stories. Mm. Uh, Elliot standing up to her dad. This becomes. Her on her own and having to make decisions on her own. And we see how crazy life is for her when she has to do that, right? Mm -hmm. She's a hectic person. Mm -hmm. Judy, uh, uh, Carla and Turk go on to get married and have kids. Cox and Jordan go on to have more children. Every one of these stories. And JD's in limbo for the mm -hmm. rest of the season up until the last. Up Forever until in limbo. Eight. That could be the name of the show, Forever in Limbo, but up JD. Until season, up until season eight, you are forever in limbo. You are yeah. the, the, the dude who has no idea. We don't know where you're going to go. But at this point, if you were to look back after doing the whole show, this would be the episode, My Fruit Cups, where you're like, 
this is where they gave us a taste of what was to come. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that, to be honest. I, I, I was just kind of um, in, in more of a, a micro viewing of it, laughing at the jokes. There was some there's some ones like you keep saying bidet, bidet to you, sir. The mention of Bajingo. Oh, there's yeah. some there's a few classic sort of moments in here. Um, Laverne in the beginning when she's like, you look pretty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Analgesic, the pills yeah. go in your mouth. Analgesic. Um, and your Neil Diamond impersonation. Right. To Jimmy with yep. Jimmy Crack Corn. Yeah, Jimmy I don't Crack care. Corn. It's the first uh, appearance of the Volvo, I believe. Donald, do you know the don't don't ruin it, uh, Haley, because you okay. probably know. Donald, do you know the name of the brown Volvo? No. Malik. Yeah, it's Malik. It's Malik. <laughs> we named the Volvo Malik. Yeah. I named my Volvo Malik. Yeah. Wow. And then you named your Wait, is it your Sasha? Volvo? Or, I yeah, think it's it, JD's. It might be my Volvo. I don't know. Why did you name your brown Volvo Malik, dog? I have, a feeling, I have a feeling you What's may have that? named it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think Turk named the, the, the car. Because uh, I, it... I definitely named my scooter Sasha. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, whenever I, um, I post a picture of me on, on anything two-wheeled, people are like, is that new Sasha? <laughs> I like post a picture of my motorcycle and I'm like, ooh, Sasha got an upgrade. <laughs> there was that time that you bought me that scooter and it was gray you didn't even wear it you didn't even drive it once i did drive it around no you I fucking named it didn't sasha be gray. honest you don't lie to I Haley. named it sasha gray what are you talking about oh you named it sasha gray yeah oh she and then so you took honored. it back well let's tell the audience the true story of this because it really it was hurtful to me no i had to here's the thing it no, was one no, of those no. Things, no 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 be finish. honest don't I do am, a I'm fucking censored version i'm gonna be 100 percent honest so for my birthday zach buys me a scooter a gray yeah. scooter named sasha I named, gray i named her sasha gray that's very right? clever cousin of macy gray no. sure <laughs> sure <laughs> sure Sure. Let's keep yeah. ha let's keep uh, uh, Haley um, innocent of, of right. any Absolutely. naughty knowledge. All right, go ahead. right. And the problem with it was though is that you had to have a motorcycle license to drive it. It wasn't mm -hmm. one of those things where you could just. It wasn't a scooter that was uh, slow enough that you could ride around on it and not have to have a license. So if I would have got pulled over, they automatically would have been like, "Let me see your license." I'd be like, "I don't have a license," and then they'd confiscate Sasha Gray, and then I'd never see her again. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, now from my point of view, Haley, imagine you're my really good friend mm-hmm. and it's a big birthday. I think it was a meaningful uh, important birthday. And I was like, I want to do something like baller for you. I'm going to like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to ring your doorbell, Haley. And when you come outside, there's gonna be a brand new, beautiful, expensive, shiny scooter there for you. Yeah. It was one of the best birthday presents ever. Until <laughs> and then, and then, and then for years and years and years, I'd be like, do you ever use the scooter? <laughs> and, he'd be, and he'd be like, oh, my motorcycle license, my motor. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, you're going to get that, right? You can get that. You just, go, just go take the test real quick. You, And he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the battery's dead now. I, no. I, yeah. There was always a reason. There was always I a reason. I rode that scooter around my neighborhood quite a few times. Bullshit. Haley, you know what I finally did? You want me to I go re- get Casey? I reclaimed that shit, Haley. I was okay. like, I'm taking her back. You repoed that shit. <laughs> that shit was straight up out of a Jay-Z song. Yeah. I rolled up. I rolled up and took it back. Out of protest. <laughs> they repoed your vehicle. Everything was all good just a week ago. That's what you did. You repoed yeah. the vehicle. I took Sasha Gray away from you. You did. And I, it, it hurt my feelings. Yeah, I understand. Um, anyway, sorry we had to air that in front of you, Haley. Do you have another right. question for Donald Faison or Joelle um, or Daniel or Zach I Brown? guess um, I have a funny story that relates to, Zach, what you were talking about a few episodes ago with um, the Temple of Doom. Yeah. I have a funny – I can ask my question or I can relay another silly story. Tell us your silly story. Do, do, We've tell answered us it. Tell us story. And if, it's, and if it's not funny, we'll let you we ask your question. We can edit it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, ask yeah. your question. <laughs> we edit out everything. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so when I was maybe about 8, 9, 10 – um, I noticed that well, I had- What were you, eight, nine, or 10? In between there. I don't really remember. So you were- <laughs> I was an adolescent. <laughs> right on. Got it. Got it. Go ahead. But I had noticed that there was something kind of growing on my throat area, and I went up to my dad, who's a doctor, and I was like, dad, look, I have an Adam's apple. Because I was a child, I didn't know that that was not a girl thing to have. Right. Like, well, that's not normal. So we went to go get it checked out, and I had to get something removed that was growing on my vocal cords. And it was, as a child, surgery is kind of scary. So after we had done the surgery and I was staying overnight, um, 
my dad was like, oh, we have some movies that are at the hospital here. We'll watch this one. It was Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Mm. <laughs> and right no. when it gets to the part, you know, when he's ripping out the heart. I yeah. have like Shakti yep. Kalima. I just immediately started bawling. Yeah, thanks a lot, my dad. dad <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what, exactly what mom came the next day. He's like, yeah, she had this really bad reaction to the movie. And he, she's like, well, of course she did. They were ripping out somebody's <laughs> yeah. heart. Yeah. And I, I don't think I watched it for at least another 10 years. And then I watched it again. And I was like, this isn't that bad. I know, but Haley, <laughs> it's just like me. It's one of like the best me, movies ever I made. I know, but Haley, uh, Haley and I were scarred by this film. Our, yeah? our parents made bad choices. <laughs> How can you be upset at that movie? It I love my... Indiana Jones. I had a whole birthday revolved around Indiana Jones later. Oh. But not Temple of Doom. The first one mainly. <laughs> Raiders, of the Lo- Raiders of the Lost Ark is just as scary when they open the Ark of the Covenant and it makes the dude's face melt. No, I had no problem with that. I, yeah, I had no problem there was with something that. About, there was something about... There's a the- man that screams like a blood-curdling <laughs> scream. He's like... <laughs> screams like that. I backed up from the mic. You're welcome. I, you're welcome. You're welcome, America. <laughs> America. UK. Germany. Italy. Australia. Wherever you listen, Australia. You're welcome. Another one. Another one. Um, listen. A lot of people uh, are asking. I don't mean to cut you off, but a lot of people are asking me, and this is. I, I feel we need to explain this. We didn't make up another one. Oh yeah, I didn't. I I just thought everyone would know the pop culture thing of another. No, one. DJ Khaled. Yes. DJ Khaled. Khalid. Yeah. Khalid. It's However Khalid, you, isn't it? Khalid. Depend. You know, some people say Khalid. Some people say Khalid. Dan, you're a DJ. What is it? Well, there's there's Khalid, the artist who made Talk. Yeah, a, um, and then I, I thought it was DJ Khaled with a more like I thought it was ah. Khaled too, yeah. yeah DJ okay. Khaled. DJ Khaled, when he drops uh, his latest tracks, he will, in the spirit of Puffy back in the day, going, eh, 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 eh. Or, or can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, his, <laughs> his thing is uh, uh, another, another one. one. Like, here's another hit song for you guys. Right. He has another one. There's that, and then there's Major Key, and then there's We the Best. Major Key means what? The, it's the song is in a major key. I don't know what Major Key is. That's a question to ask uh, Scrubs Wiki. Well, now we're going to go to Wiki. no. Now we're going to go to <laughs> no. Imagine we get, imagine we have we have uh, we have asked DJ Khaled, and now we're going to go to ask DJ Khaled. Um, <laughs> what DJ did Khaled, you mean by Major Key? Another one. Um, Joelle, did you ever find out what Shit Eating Grin was about? Yeah, there's a couple of stories. Uh, you want to hear them? Yeah, please. Sure. Okay. Um, so my favorite one comes from R.B. Smith. He's from the UCSD Astrophysics Program, and this is off of the San Diego Reader.com. He says the original form of this phrase was grinning like a possum eating shit, which was occasionally euphemized to grinning like a possum eating pumpkin seeds. To those of us <laughs> fortunate enough to have observed this teeth together, lips apart, smile on the face of the aforementioned marsupial munching on the aforementioned sactological delicacy, he's smart, the expression conjures up a very explicit <laughs> and not infrequently very apropos image. So that's part of it. Did it he did say like- scatological delicacy? <laughs> yes. Those are not two words I've ever heard together. It was, um, not, it was not fun to say. That's the name of my band. <laughs> um, that's my <laughs> name. I, um, so, so it's referring to an animal who's eating shit and has a big smile on his face because the animal likes eating shit. But right? it's yeah. not really shit. It's actually pumpkin. Pumpkin seed. No, no, no. No, saying, that's a, like a clean version. Yeah, you when they, if say, you're saying it in front of a kid, you're like, oh, he's like, he's eating. <laughs> he's a pumpkin. <laughs> look at that pumpkin seed eating grin on his face. Yeah. I'm going to start saying pumpkin seed eating grin instead of shit eating grin. 
Um, Haley, um, we like you so much. We're going to end with one more question from you. Um, All right. Um, if so, I don't know if you guys remember because I know you guys have been saying that you don't remember um, some of the episodes. Um, but if there was one line that another character had that you wish you could have had to say, would do you remember which one it was? Good question. Um, Nope. I like in your endo. In your yeah, endo. That's it. I say that a lot as well. I say that a lot. <laughs> I think I'd take um sometimes when I'm banging this mattress, I, I pretend I'm banging that one. Uh, it's usually, it's usually something Rob quotes. <laughs> yeah, it's Rob usually quotes. something Todd said that Todd says. Um I also uh, like Neil's line, my the good Lord didn't bless my oh, wife yeah. with all That's ten fingers. That's another pointer thumping. Yeah, pointer and thumb pinky. <laughs> I love um, knife French. Yeah. Knife French is very popular. Yeah. You know, for kids. Oh, I love, for kids. You know, uh, I want to be the one inside of you. I thought that was very mm. funny, too. But I said I wanna, that. You said that, so you didn't really answer her question. <laughs> You're the only man who's ever been inside of me. Whoa. I just took out his appendix. There's no need to clarify. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. We're doing this again. <laughs> um, Haley, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, good luck getting to be with your your fella in the in the United Kingdom. <laughs> thank perhaps, you. Guys. Perhaps I'll see you uh, over there after we've both uh, quarantined. And Most waved. likely yes. you won't, we'll, we'll but wave. it would be nice. Donald, <laughs> give me this is called pleasantries, Donald. <laughs> I will wave to you. I will wave to you. I'm all about you. keeping it real. On the train. <laughs> okay. oh, no, it's not a train, it's called the tube. Well, there are trains. The tube is only in London. Yeah, Donald, don't listen. Don't. I thought that's where you were Hayley. going. Isn't the UK no, London? No, I'm in Newcastle, so I'm in like the north north of London. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Oh, aren't we ritzy? <laughs> no, it's not ritzy. That's <laughs> <laughs> not ritzy. London right. isn't ritzy. London is London is the hood, if you ask me, yo. Okay. I love that. Tonight time. on Donald talks about different <laughs> neighborhoods of London. All right, bye, Haley. Thank you so much. Thank for you calling so in. much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care, Haley. Bye. I, um, I once saw Lisa Marie Presley in London. Really? Yeah, like at a show. She did a show. It was like my buddy was like Lisa Marie Presley's performing. You know, like, um, sick. Uh, first of all, I'm chance. glad we're all finally alone now because I feel like we had to be great for Heather, and then we had to host Haley, who was delightful. But sometimes you just want to just curl up on the couch with your friends and and just shoot the shit, you know. <laughs> No, I totally agree. Yeah. So let's just, let's relax. I'm going to undo the top button on my pants and just, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to kick my shoes off. Let's pack a bowl and let's just fucking relax now. Amazing. No more house guests. No more visitors. Okay. Just us. Let's get, let's get fetal on the couch and watch alone. Um, now, and Donald, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 it's not. We we got more to do. Don't. So, fucking... uh, Krista Miller's back on the episode. Krista Miller's back, looking uh, gorgeous and, and pregnant. And pregnant. Is that William in her belly? That must be Will in her belly. Yes. That's because amazing. We know Charlotte when I told was... Casey that she was like, "Holy cow!" It was this was that long ago. Because William is a what is he a senior in high school now? A yes, junior he must in high be. School? And he dunked. He can dunk. And he plays basketball, and he got the game. Yeah, you guys are seeing him in this episode in utero, and now he dunks. If you want to see him do it, you can go to Bill Lawrence's. Yeah, Bill Lawrence Instagram on on Bill Lawrence's V Doozer V Doozer's Instagram. You can see his his son dunk. 
Um, how about at 10.13 when I go, I told you you smoked the ganja. Yeah. <laughs> that was improv. That wasn't something. Oh, really? That was, that was improv. I remember it was something else originally. And uh, that was and, funny. Yeah, I remember laughing so hard when you said that too. And I remember thinking that'll never make this episode. That'll never make the show. Yeah, because that'll we weren't allowed to show. talk about weed back then. It was so scandalous. Now I want to know you something. You're, you're, I read on Scrubs Wiki that your Brady Bunch trivia here is wrong. Um, I don't know so nothing about. I but listen. I don't know nothing about the Brady Bunch in the first place. So I don't. Okay, well, Turk's, Turk Turk is quite wrong here, and I'll tell you why. I can't back um, it up, though, because I don't know shit about the Brady Bunch. I'm just telling you so you know if it ever comes up again in your life. When Turk tries to prove his knowledge of the Brady Bunch by describing exactly which episode J.D. is referring to, he's incorrect. He claims the episode, quote, Marsha Gets Creamed, end quote, was in— by the way, you could never name a show that today— uh, was in season— <laughs> Was in season five, episode three, while it was actually episode seven that season. So somebody fucked up. We can blame uh, who wrote Janae. this. Janae. Who wrote this? Janae, you fucked up. Okay. And you're a Northwestern <laughs> grad. I expected more from you. I really got to hand it to Krista in this episode, you know, uh, making fun of herself and, uh, you know, making fun of the fact that she's pregnant and being so vulnerable. She did such a great job. And the scene in the bathroom where she's crying. Yeah. You know, and uh it felt very raw and real. Yeah, it did, you know. And I remember when my wife was pregnant and there were days where she didn't necessarily feel like, you know, she was the sexiest person on the planet. And I remember just thinking, wow, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And I feel like that's what Cox was going through in this episode, you know, uh regardless of him dating uh Heather Locklear's character and everything like that. There's something special about when you see somebody who you love and they're carrying your baby inside of them mm. that you just think they're the most beautiful human on the planet. Like yeah. I, I did, I just, I just remember looking at Casey and being like, "Holy shit, she's so beautiful!" And she, and she'd be like, "I got three chins." And I'd be like, "I don't give a shit. You could have twenty chins. You look so beautiful." I love right all now. three of them. Right? You know what I mean? Well, I bet, you know, uh, Krista's a, a, a really good actress, but I also bet that, you know, she was legit pregnant. And uh, I'm sure that she could call upon those feelings um, when she's sitting on the bathroom floor feeling, you know, undesired by, by Dr. Cox. I thought that was a really nice scene between the two of them. Yeah. And it was a good fake out, too. Yeah. That was clever how they had to do that. So Johnny C grabs two things of whiskey. Heather's on the couch. By the time he comes around, it's been changed to Krista. And she's like, you know I can't drink that, right? He's like, yeah, they're both for me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, now, this uh, we've, we've said it a couple times, but this is one of the greatest lines in Scrubs history at, in this episode, 1309. I have one of those French things that shoots water up my butt. Bidet? Bidet to you, sir. Clever. <laughs> I uh, said bidet. That was very clever. Heather has a line that's funny when she disses Kristen. She says, anywhere anybody looks, they'll see you. <laughs> that was fucked up. And um, how about when I scare you in the ambulance and you scream? That was funny. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to say, dude, such a good scene, man. That's one of those moments. You know, you we've worked together for a really long time and you have and and I've seen. I feel like I've seen most of your tricks. You've developed some new tricks that I haven't seen in the last 10 years because you've gone on to work on other things and everything like that. But this is one of those 
but this is one of the first times where we had done a season of of scrubs together already and i hadn't seen you play this uh this this side before where it was like you were you were thinking you you're really thinking about it in the scene and it disturbs you but it doesn't disturb you to where you're like kind of fucked up about it but it's just like holy shit life's changing for us and i had never seen you play that before and i remember watching this cuz i watched it like two uh 2 hours ago and thinking if i remember correctly i remember zach not knowing how he wanted to play this scene and we worked on this on his side for a bit and this is what he came up with and it works so well dude it works Thank it's you. like it's it's one of those moments where you know you're in awe of the moment as an actor, but you're also, you want to keep it grounded. Like, so she said, she said, you said we. No, she said we. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, that could have been played so many other ways. It could have been underplayed, but you played it very thoughtfully, and I thought that was so amazing. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, You know, it's, on this show, it was always, you and I uh, so easily went into the silly stuff. Right, because um, that that's just that's who we are, and that came naturally to us. But then there was always these great moments in the scene. Is one of them where we have this sort of heart to heart, where we would have to shift our brains a bit and be like, no, 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 uh, go out of broad silliness and like drop in and be just totally real and straight with one another. And I, I think that's one of the things that made this show special to a lot of people because um, because it, it it had the it had the ability to do that. It had the ability to drop in and and, and be real. Yeah, you and 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 that's, I mean, yeah, obviously that's the reason why we we ran for so long. But that's such a special thing, man. To to for me now to go back and look at the things that we did in our past and the things that you know it's a lot like what this episode is about. You know, you, just to look at you know moments that we had back in the day and really appreciating them. You know. Uh, I miss the camaraderie that we had. I don't think I'll ever in my life experience what we experienced when we were making this show again. And, you know, you search for it and you try to create it with other people. And sometimes you even fake it. But, mm -hmm. you know, you but we were I, also we young, but we were also young. And I mean, first of all, yeah, of course, uh, nine year runs on a show with great people is not something that happens multiple times in a lifetime necessarily. But also we were young and so wide eyed and so um, excited and really savoring it, I think. And now, you know, you have a family, you know, we all have grown up. We've got other things going on. I don't even know that we would. I don't even know if it's recreatable in a, in a new environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I. I can't imagine myself like I can't imagine myself spending the amount of time that we've spent together with someone else now, you know, other than my wife. And the hours too, man. I don't, yeah. I still don't want to work that hard. <laughs> well, I don't mind working I, those hours. When I, I when I, I love work I love hours, working I love working, right. but when I look at this show, how much how I mean we were we were just non-existent. Well, from, you worked uh, a lot of hours. There were yeah, times yeah, yeah. where you just yeah, yeah. didn't do, but I just didn't leave. There were there were know. times where I thought about sleeping in that fucking hospital. Yeah, no, not me. But I never did. Um, listen, the rooftop that ends this show, wasn't it downtown LA? I don't know. I would like to believe that it was. It could have been Joseph's. 
No, it wasn't. It was a, it it was a fancy been... rooftop. And I believe that we went down to LA for it. And then, but Scrubs Wiki is saying that it was at UCLA. And I, I think it might be wrong. And they're saying it's the told you he don't roof of Cobble Common. And we got to give this to freaking Funkos, man? No, listen. He deserves Funkos for the services he's already performed. They're giving us false, false. It's false, though, man. It, it, that definitely, where at UCLA was that? He says, well, Wiki, or it's not just him. Him and his thousand minions say Covel Commons, but that would be Westwood, and that's not Westwood in the end of the show. Right, Dan? Do you want to ask Bill? Do you think Bill would remember? Bill's not no, going to remember either. He's let's, not going to remember Let's that. ask DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, uh, at the end of um, this episode, um, what what building are, are we on? Uh, I believe it was downtown. Some are saying it's a, a UCLA property, which is Westwood. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Zach. Major key. I got nothing. I know. I, nothing. I don't know. I, I really honestly don't even have a DJ Khaled uh, impersonation in my repertoire. If you watch Scrubs on Hulu, they play a DJ Khaled commercial uh, about him, brush, somebody brushing their teeth. And DJ Khaled's like, circular motions. <laughs> Do another one. What if I another one? What if I do DJ Khaled, but as an as a as a impersonation that I'm good at? So you just have to you the audience will just have to pretend this is how he talks. Go ahead. Okay? He talks like Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> another I one. I don't remember where you guys shot that scene, but I don't think it was UCLA. It was downtown LA. That's how DJ Khaled talks in my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Aaron Neville's rolling over in his grave right now. Did Aaron Neville die? I don't know, but he's rolling over in his grave right Why now. Why is he rolling over in his grave if he's alive? Well, that's something Charles Barkley says. Oh, okay. Um, DJ Khaled, is Aaron Neville dead? No, he's very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably end this fucking Yo, show. Oh my God. We're Yo, losing our minds. Great show. Listeners, all, we love you. What? Go ahead. Why is the janitor stealing a computer? I don't know. He goes through the whole, the whole episode. He's trying to figure out who's stealing all of these uh, drugs. I think, the out of I think the reveal is that he's the one stealing everything out of the hospital, right? Well, no. He didn't steal the drugs, and he definitely didn't steal the pudding pops because we did the pudding because we did. <laughs> right. Hey, guys. We had a great time with you today. Yes. Yeah, sorry um, um, for anything that went Yo. wrong. We want to thank Heather Locklear for being on the show. Yes. We want to thank Joel and Daniel. Joel and Daniel, you, you guys are amazing. Thank you, listeners all around the world, for uh, for for tuning in and for having a giggle with us. And uh, and we hope that this 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 audio file finds you smiling. Good day. Good day to you all. Five, six, Get seven, eight stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 